You've played the missions, but do you really know the lore? We are here to be your guides, your guardians. This is Guardians of Lore. Guardians, welcome to Guardians of Lore. This is episode 85, recorded September 20th, 2020. The topic for this morning is Stolen Intelligence Part 2. I am your host for today. Uh, my name is Orchid. I am Elemist. This is Ivan. This is Mrs. Ivan. I don't ever know what to say because it's 8 in the morning for me, but people listen to it at night and also the afternoon, you and know, so what to... am I supposed to say? Well, just you you can today. either generalize it and be like, this <laughs> episode, your... or you can just style it like you did. Both work. I don't know. That's, that's what I do. I'm your host for this episode. That's what I do too, but I used to say tonight back when we originally started, it yeah. was like always at night, and um, but yeah, you know, it's not, we're not easy listening at guys i panicked <laughs> you got it you got podcast, it there. i podcast panicked <laughs> uh we encourage feedback it can be sent to us on twitter at guardians underscore lore you can send it to me at hey it's orchid at mrs underscore hyven at i underscore am underscore lms fuck yes uh, you can send us an email arf at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com uh, you can look at our Instagram that I haven't updated in weeks at Guardians of Lore. You can send us a review wherever you can find the podcast, except Spotify. Or you can find us in our Discord. There is a link in the show notes in the description. Uh, you can also find us at thelorenetwork.com alongside many impressive lore content creators. Nailed oh, actually, what you didn't said. that change? Nope. I'll tell you why. No, don't change it. Okay. Don't fucking change it. Okay. Okay. You can edit that out. Yeah. 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 I'm yeah. confused. Yeah. yeah. We'll talk later. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> Your face. Uh, This is how I got food from downstairs. Oh, so this week at Guardians of Lore, um, my state's still on fire. That's about it. But it rained. But it rained in the wrong part of the state, not the part where there's a fire. So, but there was a lightning storm, and it started more fires. I, I love orchids. This week in Orchid's life, world's still on fire. Signing out. Right. My world's on fire. How about yours? Oh, yep. my God. That's and with that, Smash Mouth. we are done with the episode. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> we appreciate your time. If anyone, if you guys didn't listen to the episode <laughs> last week, there, um, I were, I'm doing a, a charity drive for the Western Wildfire Relief for the American Red Cross. So, if you are interested in that, um, you can see pinned tweets uh, on our Twitter, or you can contact me on Twitter at Hey It's Orchid, and I will give you information. Or you can check out uh, my Twitch, uh, Twitch.tv/slash Hey It's Orchid. It's also going to be in the show notes. 
Oh, in the show notes. Ray. That's about it. So this um, week on the East Coast, we were supposed to have a couple of sunny days that ended up looking really cloudy. But apparently, it was uh, it was it was smoke coming all the way from the West Coast. Yeah, you're welcome. So yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, yeah thanks. Apparently, yeah, it's why it's why our sun, or I mean, our moon was apparently like super orangey. Yeah, a mm-hmm. couple nights ago too. You're welcome. Yeah, that was awesome. real weird. You're welcome. I was like, how did it get all the way over here? Yeah, um, they could see it from space. Because winds. It's crazy. Space. Yeah, but you think it would dissipate by that far. No. There's that much fire. It, it depends Wild. on how much smoke there is. There's that, that much fire. No. Except for her head. Because <laughs> you have, cause you have the background on, on Mrs. Hyman. And it's just her head. Dude, she was just like with my... on my desk. My headset audio, like my game, you guys always play black back through Audacity. It never comes through Discord, but it's picked up in Audacity for some reason. That's so weird. frustrating. I'm always trying to get out other voices. Connor's new collar came in. <gasps> it's so pretty. It's pink. I love the color. To match her harness. Mm. So, so uh, our... Hmm? Huh? No, go ahead. Your your moon oh. is orange. Oh, our moon is orange. Well, actually, I was gonna give like cheese? a new pup date and oh, yeah. why we got a collar. New pup date. Yeah, new pup date. So, as many of you know, we were supposed to get a dog back in August, and sadly, little Miss Kiko, um, she passed at three weeks. She had some medical issues. We knew that going into it, but we really wanted her still, and that was that was a really hard time for our family, and since then we've done certain things to just kind of like memorialize her and um, just always carry her with us. Um, but we still had discussed wanting to collect all four colors of rat terriers. <laughs> I saw a meme that was like, when you like something and you buy it in all the colors, and it was like three different like Labradors, and I was like, I want to do those rat terriers. Um, so Kiko will always be our little black puppy because the rat terriers come in brown, gray, black, and tan. And we already had brown and gray. And when Kona's mommy got pregnant again, it kind of just felt like that was where we'd get our fourth and final dog from. And, um, (laughs) sorry, the dogs are fighting right now. They look really cute. Uh, so Kona's mom and dad actually bred again. And they have a beautiful little tan boy who is gorgeous. He is called a blue fawn, which means he's going to have these reddish fawn uh, tan spots and blue, meaning gray, nose and eyelids. And apparently this coloring pair up is very rare because our breeder said in her like 20 years of breeding, she's only ever had three like this. Um, And for those of you who saw my Twitter this week, you saw a little snippet of my conversation with Hyven to name the dog. (laughs) You posted that? Where I suggested Cade, and he said, if you name it Ace, he's yours. (laughs) I said, done. His response, really? (laughs) I was half joking, but all right. Yes. So we will be getting a new uh, little boy. The first, our first boy, actually, um, come November 10th, the day Beyond Light actually drops because we've already taken time off for um, the release. We thought it was perfect. The timing all lined up. So we will be playing Destiny with a sleeping little baby in my lap and um, his name will be Ace. 
That's so cute. Middle name of spades, yes. we determined. No. Yes. Of spades. That was a joke, <laughs> but she looked at pictures of him and she was like, hon, he's got oh like a little God. heart on his head, kind of like Callie. I was like, no, babe, look at that head again. That's a spade. He's got an ace of spades on his head. It's kind of hilarious. Yeah. If you like turn it upside down, it looks like a little spade. So it's oh. actually perfect. Yeah. That's, it's really yeah. perfect. He's so cute. I will post pictures <laughs> on Discord, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, I made sure to send some to Elmas first because I, I wanted to make oh, sure yeah. he knew his, his new nephew was coming uh, since we call him Uncle Elmas. Another random dog to get in the in the bed with you when you stay the night over here. Yeah. And to try to eat your pizza. And eat your pizza. Hey, that's perfectly <laughs> fine. I uh, will train him, right? Yeah. So we're excited. Right. Yeah. Kona, we told her she's going to be going through doggy boot camp over the next seven weeks. Um, I say this as she's literally under Callie biting Callie's back leg. So... <laughs> this is why wow. you're discussing ace of spades i've fallen back in love with the wonderful <laughs> gun in destiny why i ever stopped using it i don't know but it's such a wonderful gun man because they nerfed memento more they did but it's still good you just can't swap weapons it, i guess it's nerfed more in like crucible but it's still really really fun in pve i use like nation of beasts it's like mini yeah honestly the reason i, I don't use it is because memento more and not think about the time that pastor said it at my uncle's funeral. And I leaned over to Hyphen and was like, why is that familiar? And he was like, because it's a perk on Ace of Spades. <laughs> and we both just started cracking up in the middle of the funeral. Destiny, bringing I mean, joy like, to everywhere. Bringing All joy to every funeral. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's my thing. I, so I've been Jeez. playing a bunch of other games, but playing a little bit of Destiny. I was like, let me try out some of the stuff I haven't used for a while. You know, I did some Crucible, bust out my beloved again. Not that that's <coughs> not been used. A lot of people use it. I just haven't played for a while. And I busted out Ace of Spades just well. in general and remembered how much of a beautiful gun it is. I think the reason I didn't do it is because I use Nation of Beasts and Izanagi. And it's kind of like a similar thing. It's just like Baby Ace. And I love Izanagi's. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah. Try out some other weapons that you used to love. Oh. They might still well. be good. They're good not going to matter because you. you're going to have to delete all of them. So. You're not going to delete all your guns, but yeah. Try some exotics out. How about that? Yeah, yeah. Well, like I anything that has lore tied to it, I'm still keeping, and anything that actually has like <clears throat> some significance to me, like yeah, I won't delete my guns just because I don't need the space. But most I'll probably get a brand new lineup. But Nation of Beasts is coming with me. That yeah, I'm excited no, I'm... about. I've been using uh, my Not Forgotten lately because yeah. I've been trying to do a bunch of rumble because I want to get good. Very nice. And the only way to get good is to punish myself in rumble. You know, speaking of getting good, yeah. how have ghosts gotten good? Ugh. Like that transition? It was a good transition, no. brother. Elmas, your thoughts. No. I really Elmas is enjoy. the only one excited about this. I am. Oh, well, then Seems you like guys a good change. It's it's this. literally separating the visual aspect from the actual perks. Yeah. Yeah, I but don't... it's just another thing you're gonna have to have with you. What do you mean? It's just literally creating instead your own of... ghost instead of having to yeah. acquire a perfect one. So instead I guess we should describe if you haven't paid to... attention to the recent, uh, not twoggle, twab, twab. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, ghosts are getting. Mod slots, and they're basically just taking the perks that we sometimes get on ghosts 
and adding them as like injectable mods. And I think I think it looked like they might be adding a couple things here and there that we might not already have. But for the most yeah. part, it's basically just a moddable ghost, which I can see how you're like, ah, oh, more things to worry about and grind. But you know, it didn't sound like it was anything that really affected your game too much. It would just be a situation where now you want speed demon and guided light on a ghost. Oh, you just have to acquire them and insert them, kind of thing. You know, exactly. It, well, like, my you can create... argument is that no, yeah, but speed demon should be an intrinsic perk on everything. <laughs> it it should just be. So should you guiding should just, light. Everyone exactly. But well, the fact but is, then they're not. You could say. Yeah, I could say that quick draw should be an intrinsic perk on every weapon because I love it, you know? Right. Like, we could do that with anything. Just because we love yeah, something but doesn't mean it should be on everything. Quick draw is a perk on a gun, but but pulling your sparrow out at a certain speed should be a certain perk. True, but that the sparrow's... You, we're not sparrow racing. Yeah, it's but the bullshit. sparrow's default speed was always the default speed. They eventually added an extra bonus that you could pull it out faster. Then let's so in reality, just get rid they would of get it. Rid but, but okay i don't it's understand just, the reasoning behind like get rid of good things right it, it's just like it's all they're doing is just like making more things you have to like pay attention to with what <laughs> her mic isn't what? working are you is your mute mic break again no i think her mic's not working what did you do you don't know and then I'm muted. Oh, there we go. And now it's not working. Oh, there we go. What the fuck is this? All of a sudden. Because you're yelling. I think you maybe are not. Maybe uh, the noise removal is too high for you because you don't always talk straight into it. And maybe this is a little bit more sensitive than RTX voice was. I was over here yelling earlier. Yelling too, doesn't it work. It thinks that's up. background noise <laughs> and takes it out. Well, I think you're fucking background noise all right well See, now it's like picking right up what were you trying to say i kind of saw like gesturing in my corner of my eye and realized you were freaking out yeah well i was trying to tell you guys my mic wasn't working i was way back in the conversation i was just saying how i was excited that my ghost is gonna be able to have guiding light but also be whatever pretty ghost i wanted it to be that's true i like right. that they're putting it on um because they said it would be on any ghost right you don't have to have just exotics anymore correct also, cool, Dunkin' Donuts, their normal what? munchkin mix what? sucks right now. What? Where did that come it from? It used to be glazed, jelly-filled, and chocolate. Right. Now I've got glazed, Ew. chocolate, and I think blueberry and pumpkin. What the, what? what the fuck is that? I don't want that. I got no jelly-filled. Oh, anyway. I'm annoyed. Okay. <laughs> Any You should... I really thought you were coming in to like comment on ghosts and you were just commenting. I did. <laughs> she but did. I also have other upset issues that are present in my mind. Oh my god, you're too My much. boob still hurts too, so I'm also just annoyed. She's just going to yell about everything today. Yeah. I did take my medicine and some Advil though, so. Did you take your medicine I'm yesterday hoping... when I mentioned that you should? Yes, okay, I did. I did. Yeah, right, well, anyway, but um, so. but my boob hurts, so I'm just uncomfortable right now, and um, I'm gonna be complaining. So everyone, buckle up! I'll edit you all out. Just you, not all, all of you, yeah. all of you. Just kidding. It's okay. Yeah. But anyway, all of you, babe. Um, but no, like I, I'm excited about it because there have been some good ghost designs that I haven't <laughs> used because they don't have any good perks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I just got my my solo flawless. For prophecy done and 
there's a ghost shell that's tied to it. I had that thing equipped for 24 hours, and because it didn't have Guiding Light and Speed Demon, I just dismantled it. Um, You got rid of the cute bunny. That's the entire reason to do Solo Flawless. So you obviously didn't do it <laughs> you for didn't the do right it for reasons. the right reason <laughs> yeah. i got so the emblem you did it for that's what the solo flawless is for solo no, it's is to get for the, the bunny bunnies. Bunnies. yeah okay okay i'd the like to point out the entire reason there are two very different people in destiny yeah the ones who do it for the cute ghost and the one who do it for the the recognition emblem. Well, you like do for you, those are the same person. I would like and to then point out the third person that is I am in Orchid's camp. The third, thank you. The third person no, is Elvis, who just does it because he needs to do it for literally every reason because he needs to collect everything because he's an obsessive yeah. compulsive collector. He's Ash Ket- of, oh, no, he, like, Elemis is the completionist. He needs to have it yeah. all. He's the because it's that's why this I is like Pokemon, Pokemon, but it's destiny. That's God. why I like Pokemon. God, how? But, no, but, but anyway, but the ghost. But this, I think but with for the most ghost part, system, with the ghost system changing the way it is, I can make that that awesome looking ghost exactly how I want. The ghost yeah. is too cute for you, Elmas. You don't appreciate it. You dismantled it. You should no, use it despite I, its crappy perks. The one thing I would agree with, like in Orchid's thoughts, is if for some reason they make it to where like we have to reacquire every season to get like proper perks and they start adding weird perks to ghosts that make them just unnecessarily grindy that could get kind of annoying well, just because i saw perks on there uh, for like nightfalls and like for other stuff or yeah but for i think crucial. they were like for I'm getting materials like, and stuff I th- a lot of them were like um but if that's the only way to get those mater- i mean we don't know yet i'm just yeah. speculating but if it's an annoying way to get those materials like i'm gonna lose well, i mean if that- all i gotta do is just equip a mod and you know i'm good to go that's not the end yeah. of the world but i have to if i have to like grind forever to get this mod that like some other people well, have and i never get that i could see how that'd yep. be annoying but i guess my thing is ghosts currently do nothing so adding yeah, anything to them i can't say that it's like bad because it just actually gives them a, a purpose where you can still oh, and yeah. i like how you can Absolutely. still keep your cosmetics so that is cool but yeah if they sometimes they can overcomplicate things i'll give you that but i think yeah. this one mm-hmm. hopefully is going to be really cool well, and, and they said that you'd be able to get the mods via various gameplay sources. So, like, Crucible mods are going to come from Crucible. Sounds right. Well, yeah, it's a thing. I look forward to seeing how it works. Hopefully it works yeah. well. I'm sure we'll have completely different thoughts when it actually shows up and we can finally experience it. Mm-hmm. I'm also actually exactly. kind of excited because there's actually a mod in there that it's more experienced than Guiding Light. Oh yeah, there is. I could use that instead of ten. Because I unfortunately, you know, I'm not actually a fan of grinding bounties in order to get my level up to do like grandmasters and stuff. You know, I think that would be really cool to have more ways. Yep. Well, what else is in Destiny? So, um, everyone's grinding those double Nightfall rewards this week. You said you've been farming them a lot, Elemist. Have you got any good rolls on any exotics? Yeah. Um, I got a really nice Actium War Rig. I uh, got some nice Dune Marchers. Oh, um, I'm jealous there. I've been trying to get... I tried <laughs> to get a good pair of Dune Marchers, and I just could not. No, I'd like... 
the grandmasters drop exotics like you wouldn't believe yeah even um, i guess it's just and, called master for the 1080 i was still getting a yeah. couple exotics even in there which i really thought i was gonna have to do grandmaster so they felt pretty generous well and and so my teams got it down to like about 24 minutes yeah um per run and we would get that's really anywhere good. from three to four golf balls and almost every that's, run i got two exotics yeah that's the difference See, we were doing the, I guess, the 1080s, and we were, I was still getting like two or three exotics every once in a while, but you had like a chance of getting like one golf ball. That's what you, you miss out on yeah. those like four, like that massive. Cause like I saw some people on Grandmaster, you get like four golf balls, six, um, what, prisms, you know, and a bunch of exotics. Yeah. And that is kind of, kind of awesome. So, God. And I've got so many prisms. I actually had to start master working like blues just to get rid of them. See, that's my thing. I'm f my, uh, they're starting to go into my postmaster and I actually have a couple, um, in my season pass that I can't pick up and I'm torn between just master working exotics that have okay stats or like waiting. Cause I'm pretty sure you can grab, am I correct in that you can grab stuff from your season pass from the season before? I don't quite know. Because you used to be able to grab, like, let's say, like, an exotic engram that you didn't pick up. But I'm not sure. Uh, right. Like, I'm, I'm torn. You can. Actually. You can? Yeah. Okay. Because I have, like, three or two golf. However many golf balls are in the season pass, I was always already full when I finished it. So, like, I kind of just don't want to, like, masterwork. I've heard of someone who was telling me about some, you know, YouTubers who play all the time are literally, like, um, masterworking things and putting them in their vault so that they can break them down <laughs> Yeah. for uh, I materials have... later. I have a couple friends who are doing Grandmaster helps. So one of my speakable auto and my friends has done over a hundred Grandmaster Nightfalls. Um, and so you can imagine how a lot of many materials he has. Oh no, they're so good at it. They they've gotten through them in twenty minutes or something. It's ridiculous. It's mm -hmm. awesome. But he they've been um, they've been masterworking like aeon swift gauntlets yeah that's what that's the same thing i had heard everyone for some yeah. reason is it's like memeing it's, because it's not a use it's because it's the one that you're just getting all the time so they've just been like masterworking them and throwing them in their vault for later well and and the other reason for it is because who in their right mind is gonna keep an aeon swift do you know what they ran a last wish using like all the aeon swifts and I watched it, and it was hilarious. And it actually I, worked I out really well for feel them. Like oh, yeah. that actually, now, I, now we're getting to a completely different topic, but I feel like Aeon Swift could be a cool exotic if they did all something. Like, th the thought is really cool. You know, a fire oh, yeah. team, if everyone... I just didn't appreciate how successfully it really worked, you know? But, yeah. I, I feel like if they tuned it a little bit, it could be really cool. Yeah. But, yeah, I've been, I enjoyed it. I got into it really, really late. It was funny. Elements, you were talking about how you uh, had it all kind of, like, figured out so you could run them quick. Um, the two guys I was running with, shout out to Elsie and Scarrick, who I always usually run a lot of high-level, like, three-person activity stuff with, they have been farming it, and I was so late that, like, I was dying because I was either getting booped or, next thing I know, I'm, like, in fire. And, like, these dudes are, like, perfectly figuring it out. They knew exactly where they were going to place their like healing rifts and all that stuff. They were like, just just stand where we stand. We've done this so many times. We know exactly what to do now. Oh, yeah. So I was like, okay, okay. So I did a little bit of that. And yeah, I thought it was really cool. And as Mrs. Hyven said, me and uh, my buddy LC dwelled on the fact that like that was how we met and became friends. And now LC is like someone who like just like Elemist has been to like my house and we've hung out in person, even though we live in different states. So it's like uh, 
it's really cool that something that was a glitch, Bungie recognized that it got a lot of like excitement oh, yeah. and play, and they were like, "We're gonna do this." So that made me made me feel proud of Bungie for like you know we're gonna take something that was a community favorite and throw it in here. I wonder now, see, if it was a glitch again this week, and then they are just <laughs> making it a big deal because it's a glitch again. I thought it was a glitch at first, but they've never had this glitch on Lake of Shadows before. If it had been like the same Nightfall that right. it was the first time, I totally been like, they just didn't fix this, you know? Right. Um, now, like, I hope that they're they're actually watching the metrics for this and, and watching the actual engagement for this, and they're going to implement this later on as well. Like once a month, one of the Nightfall ordeals is going to get, you know, double rewards. Or the other thing that I heard was, you know, every week one activity gets double rewards. Yeah, that would and be cool. Like do, heck, I'm not a big Gambit player, but I know there's some people are, I throw that into Gambit every once in a while. I might actually farm that. I would love that for Crucible. I think that right. would be smart. Right, because mm -hmm. like, That'd be if nice. you do yeah like maybe regular, not i'm sorry Go ahead. if you do like just gambit uh crucible nightfalls and i guess regular strikes like yeah, yeah you don't throw exotics for, into all of them but you know that would be enough for for an entire month they could just keep that cycle going that'd be cool yeah, maybe they don't add, like, an exotic, like, three exotics every Crucible match, but, like, right. there's still a way to give more loot that would be non, like, game-breaking. Give me, like, one Masterwork Core at the end of a Crucible match. Like yeah, that would be really cool. A higher right. chance of Masterwork Cores. Because, you know, ironically, that's what I'm low on. I have, cause Also, I really would wish they would up the stacks of uh, Shards and Prisms that you can hold. Oh, my but, God, like, yes. Masterwork Cores, I only have, like two three hundred which i guess could sound like a lot to some but you know i got some friends who are like ah, i'm just sitting on like 700 plus wow um you're so rich ivan the not me i don't master cores wow elemist i know has got hundreds well he used to i don't know about it anymore i would like donate them if i could cores. yeah yeah i would donate them if i could <laughs> all right e do you want to talk about your prophecy adventure oh i already mentioned it when we talked about ghosts yeah, well, you oh, you did, but yeah, you actually did. Yeah, but you didn't you... talk about your prophecy adventure. You just mentioned it, so if you want to talk he about it. He slid it in there, like, nonchalant, yeah. you know? He slid into the DMs. Yeah, the exactly. Um, Excuse me. I, I did solo Flawless Prophecy after about a month of trying. Yeah, Good you job, did. man. Um, mm -hmm. That's hard. Good job. Yeah. What got me was... Guess what? Guess what? Wait a sec, let her... I've never even finished Prophecy once. Yes, you have. <laughs> We're going to have to change <laughs> you that. You never finished the last boss? You've We're done Prophecy with that. us so many times. I could have sworn you finished it. Oh. Well, we're talking about the new one, the right? The newer dungeon. Yeah. The new yeah. dungeon. Yeah. We've only done it like twice, and both times we had to stop for some reason. Oh, well, then I'll, we should finish that for you. Yeah. yeah. We're going to have to change that. <laughs> never finished Um... <laughs> wow but no like i feel bad what got what got me was <laughs> i had an almost perfect run the night before i got the boss down to like less than an eighth of health left and then i died oh no i was just so close and it i set my controller down and walked away for like 10 minutes and i was like nope yeah, i've I'm never not had doing a desire to try a solo flawless because I feel like I would just get frustrated on the uh, the practice runs right. to get there. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, it just sounds so frustrating to me. Well, like there are Pops different. Anyone who goes things. through it, though. <clears throat> there, there. I, I do have t any tips or tricks for anybody who actually wants to do it before the season ends. What did you do it on your Titan? Warlock. Or did you go Warlock? Hear, yeah, that's the okay. other thing. I don't really... Warlock's like the way to go. Warlock's yeah. the easiest. I've Warlock heard that is too. easy game for babies mode. If you're yeah, see, I've heard that too. And I'm... Don't... That's the one class that I do not play at all. So I would maybe... You I would just really want, struggle. Yeah, Same. I would do it on Titan. I can do well it, on my Titan in there with a group and not die. But like solo, I think I would die from the stupidest man, thing and just get so wall. angry. Well, yeah. so like for that first encounter... I, I used a well specifically because there is a glitch where the, the boss. So like there's a bunch of goblins that spawn halfway through the damage phase and they shield the boss. But if you're in the well, somehow it bypasses the, the shield. Yeah, it's always done that. That's not a glitch. It's because you have you're putting out more damage than they're protecting the the boss of or something. It's just something, but it's full like damage. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, if it was actually reducing the damage that that you were dealing out, I could understand that. But so maybe but it's more of a still doing like a, full damage. More of a cheese in the way where you you find a, a nice way of uh, of using game mechanics to like. That's just get around. I don't, stuff. I don't know. I mean, it, that's just I I run a warlock all the time. That's just how it is. So maybe it's just different for my perspective. Because like I tried with Titan in a bubble. Even inside the bubble, it was getting shielded, and I couldn't do more damage than, like, I couldn't do any damage because it was being shielded. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, well, Warlock is the way to go, then, Senzai, man. Yep. For sure. I always like to run it Hunter is. sometimes for that stuff, because I can go in Viz to stay alive, and also Celestial Nighthawk is always oh, yeah. fun. Obviously, not both of those at the same time, because it unfortunately doesn't really work that way, but... Yeah, I like Titan for um, just like basic clearing ads and staying alive kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For most of my TV stuff. I just don't I play my Warlock at all. That's the one class that I don't have leveled up. So I'd be, I um, always have Warlocks in my raid group that I don't need to play Warlock. And I suck at jumping and not dying. <laughs> yeah. I had to play consistently on a warlock to get used to the actual jump so that I wasn't dying from just simple jumps. Like, you know, getting to the first encounter. <laughs> yeah. Well. I don't know if I could go back to warlock now having played Titan for so long. Like, I don't know. I literally am just starting to get the hang of Titan jump. I don't know if I could if I could try to I think that's again, the thing. Even though I played it for so People long. who are used to whatever class are just as good as anyone else. It's just like some people play all, so they're very good at like transitioning. I will go such a long period of time on just one character that I swap to <laughs> another and I think the reason I can swap between Hunter and Titan is because their jumps are like so different, you know? Whereas Warlock and Titan are both like you tap A to one jump, you tap a second you tap, well, nah, I, I haven't played controller in a while, and I'm still saying, hey, you, you jump, and then you second jump, and you either, like, jetpack or float. It's just that with a Titan, no matter at which point, you always go up, and Warlock is more like you continue on the direction you're going, you know? Mm -hmm. and, I, and sometimes in my head, I'm like, oh, I jump, and then I wait, and I jump again, and then I just float straight down, slowly to my death. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> 
I think it's better than it was in D1 as far as like you get a little bit more forward momentum. I felt like in D1, if you didn't time your jumps on Warlock, you got punished so bad. Well, and, and you just have to heck. find the right jump for you. Yeah. Yeah. I do like Burst Glide a lot more than I did because that wasn't an option in D1. But yeah, I guess now we're on a completely different tangent. Anyone else yep. have anything else? <laughs> nope, let's move on. Nope, yeah. I'm good. The Lore Network. Hey guys, it's Green from Focus Fire Chat. Have you guys ever wanted to listen to just the lore? Like, spend a few minutes consuming the lore in an audio format? Well, my new podcast, Destiny Lore Audiophile, does just that. Destiny Lore Audiophile is a podcast where the lore of Destiny is recorded and presented in an audiobook format. No commentary, just pure, sweet lore. Episodes will be about 30 minutes long and released every Thursday. Currently, you can find Destiny Lore Audiophile on Podbean and iTunes at Destiny Lore Audiophile, where the audiophile has a PH instead of an F. Readings of the Singular Exeget, Marasena, Books of Sorrow, and more are already queued up and ready to drop. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single performance of Destiny Lore Audiophile. See you there. Brief intro into the topic. (laughs) These are Vanguard reports leaked by the Praxic Warlock Anor, obtained by turning in the Vanguard tokens. Um, For the first part of the lore book, listen to the last episode, episode number 84, from two weeks ago. Unless you're listening to this late, transition is seamless. Yep. You'll never know the difference. Never know the difference. All right. I'll cover the first entry. Passivity. Access restricted. Decryption key. 73XK5V2PG1. Dollar sign AUN-326. Rep number 059 Cabal Lev, Agent TRU-135, Subject SITREP. 1. Live fire training exercises continue at the active incursion site on the Leviathan. No further raid class operations have been documented since the unauthorized intervention against VIP-4044 at the explicit invitation of VIP 3801. This agent still believes that the Vanguard should institute stronger measures to prevent rogue teams from carelessly rushing to the aid of enemy VIPs, particularly given 3801's documented history of solicitous behavior and the tendency of our warriors to rush slack-jawed toward free gifts. Number 4044 could have been a useful cat's paw in the destruction of 3801. We should not have intervened. 2. Related to the above, 3801's aggressive propaganda campaign appears to have been successful. Despite 3801's recent inactivity, 
sentiment polls captured in the tower at regular intervals over the last several months indicate that he has successfully swayed a significant percentage of the Red War cohort to believe that he may be a potential ally. Given our history with the Cabal, as well as the events of the Red War itself, this is shocking and perhaps attributable to a case of mass traumatic bonding. It is my strong recommendation that the Vanguard pursue a re-education curriculum before 3801 invites any guardians of the city to defect to his service, a possibility which we have documented in multiple previous reports. 3. Nessus continues to remain stable, likely due to Vex machinoforming. 4. The Awoken Armada continues regular shows of force. The Leviathan remains non-hostile. 5. Our agents continue to closely monitor inbound and outbound traffic to and from the Leviathan as yet... Oh, fuck. 5. Our agents continue to closely monitor inbound and outbound traffic to and from the Leviathan. As yet, we have not been able to observe any non-Guardian transport, providing additional evidence for the fact that the ship is either a self-contained ecosystem, which has no paracausal exits, or that it possesses some kind of inner, internal Stargate network, by which occupants may invisibly enter and exit. As the Cabal have no documented history of such Stargates, we are inclined to believe the former. 6. In summary, there is no real news. However, this agent is inclined to regard this conspicuous passivity with suspicion rather than relief, and would urge Vanguard leadership to consider exploratory excursions in coming months. Message ends. All right, so... Agent... TRU-135, I think we determined we did not know who that was, correct? But that is the same person who um, discussed Kakaitis. We believe yeah. it's a guardian not, Yeah, not really anyone we've kind of had any dealing with in-game. Right, but that is the same uh, guardian right. who sent us the... Well, if you listen to the last episode, the Kakaitis entry, talking about how life forms were coming through the gate. Um. And so in this one, real quick yep. for my memory, so I've now forgotten. I know I've done this at one point. Uh, 3801 would be Callus, correct? Um, 4044, is yes. that Crown of Sorrow or or is that Spire of Stars? Valkaur. Okay, Valkaur. So Valkaur That's what I thought the time, from Spire of Stars. That's what I thought the time because was. Because at this point, yeah, yeah. Because at this point, this came out in Season of the Drifter. Season of yeah, Opulence yeah, was yeah, I couldn't one remember, season cause, after that. You know, Kalos has us go and do that anytime. He doesn't want to deal with his own stuff. But uh, yeah, I couldn't remember. Yeah, so if you're familiar with the Spire of Stars, we went in there and basically Kalos was like, hey, one of my like generals is causing trouble. Take him out for me. And so that's what we got first right here is the fact that Guardians went in at Kalos' request to take him out. Um, and this guardian believes that it would have been better to not have inter intervened in order to take out Callus. Um, 
And then going into two, and this has all been very surprising to some due to the fact that literally Callus's propaganda and our love of loot is getting us to help someone who actually didn't have any part in the Red War, but is still at one point used to be leader of all the Cabal, and we're kind of helping him out. So, you know, that seems kind of sometimes counterintuitive to like safety of the city. You know, we could go back and forth. Um... Yeah, we figure out that Nessus is still good, stable. The um, Leviathan is not going to grind it down and turn it into wine yet, because that is a line from game. <laughs> That's what they want to do to Nessus. They want to turn it into callous wine. Yep. <laughs> Interesting. And uh, basically, and it seems like that might be the case, because the Awoken are kind of, um, well, they're at a standstill. They're watching the Leviathan, making sure they don't do anything they're not supposed to. But for the most part, uh, yeah, oh yeah, and of course the giant leviathan, the ship itself, which has always been a topic of discussion, uh, you know, they bring out that, not exactly sure what it is, does it have Heracles capability, uh, it's pretty much a floating self-sufficient city, what exactly it is, if it's a living life form, or if it's just a giant ship, you know, you can speculate, but uh, my favorite thing is how it talks about stargates, the fact that they use the word stargates in here makes me laugh. And that, yeah. that's pretty much that's it for this. It's just it's a summary of uh, the whole stuff we're doing with Callus, which has just continued on. We're eventually Callus, I think, is going to come back, and we're going to have to like make a decision on do we keep working with him or is he uh, more more trouble than he's worth? Well, and. and like I said before, this came out before Season of Opulence. So then now he's we really got, got all us. the loot there. He's got to buy our loot. Right. You said got to buy our right. loot. Right. Oh, I, I said think it. that's exactly so what So at this said, point, yeah. got to buy our loot. <laughs> Grab him by the loot. <laughs> it's true, that's though. Hysterical. That's how it feels, though, right? I know. That's my, that's my new favorite yeah. thing. Oh, my God. Yeah. That is how you take down the Guardians, dude. Grab them by their loot. That's so Grab true. By their loot. And squeeze. <laughs> I I, I just wonder. Stop squeezing me by my loot. It's so delicate. Exactly. <laughs> See, you get. It. Oh God. Oh my God. See, I'm just wondering how they're actually going to write Callus coming back the same in. Thing. As far because as well, his, like in-game story, his you whole mean? point. Or just... Yeah. Well, so so his. His whole point is that he wants yeah. to be here to watch the end. As we yeah, saw in Chronicon, his fan it. fiction. Exactly. And now the And now the pyramid ships are here. We're gonna be diving into dark abilities. Can we just kill him like, and be done with it? I'm really this is his wet dream come th true. Yeah, you know, I'm actually I'm kind of curious how he's going it to is. view it because yeah, it as really you said, I'm Elemist. He wants to see the final shape. He wants to see the end. It's almost as if the darkness is trying to form us into that. And like Sabathun is someone who doesn't like that. But is Callus going to like love us more than ever? Is he going to offer more sweet meat than he's ever before? Yeah, or is he going to grab his fire loot harder than he ever right. has and know, take right? us out when like, we're not paying attention? I mean, Menagerie was already well, like the Costco well, and, and, size sweet meat like that we could possibly have gotten. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, and... and and going meta for a moment, like the entire Leviathan right. is leaving the game. That's true. That is true. So, 
at this point, like, they're going to yeah. have to write him back well, in somehow. Like, we aren't even taking into an account his daughter. He has a daughter? He does. Yeah. She was one of the co- yeah. group of conspirators who uh, took him yeah. out. Yep. Yeah, but who performed she's, the still, she's back in the game. And so, I mean, because they've mentioned her since. Mm-hmm. So she's, yeah. In you know, the, the one Horseman thing is time. while the planets that are disappearing, not that they're all going to yeah, blow up, she's... but they look like they're occupied by the pyramids. And that's kind of why we're having to evacuate them. The Leviathan, as far as we know, it's just off of the Destiny map. So that could be more like it It went in, it went uh it went it quiet went for a while, you know? And so at a later date, uh, regardless yeah. of like, let's say they're working on it or reprogramming it or however you want to view all that kind of stuff, maybe they just bring back it for a specific activity, you know? I mean, it, they could use the excuse that like, oh, it left the solar system because it was dangerous or he was like running from yeah, his daughter or something. Too. So, I mean, it, they could use any excuse like that to just like make it go away for a while. They could, but they would have to change the Nessus skyline at that they point. Might. Because you can well, see sure the Leviathan from Nessus. Oh. Maybe we'll still see it. We just won't have access to it because Callus is not not offering us that good loot anymore. And and that's and that's what I was thinking is that we're just not going to have access to it. Callus is just sitting there because he, does. he wants I mean, to see the end. Expansion that I don't think it would be. Crazy and he knows this is where it's, it's going to happen. Skyline. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's true. They could. Part of me feels like, well, we'll I mean, know feel, pretty soon. Won't, won't all of these? I know it's like, won't all of these questions be answered soon enough? Just, they will just be. go in look in the skyline. I do love that though. That you right. can um, look in the skyline. Hey, other than I'm playing with unknown player right now. Interesting. Interesting. I am paneling the outside of my house. Guys, big news. I sold the mansion that I had been doing in Home Flipper, and I sold it for $700,000, and I made a $200,000 profit. That's amazing. So it was the biggest house in the game. Nice. And it was pretty exciting to do. I did my first shack in Home Flipper. I thought I heard I did my first shacks. Yeah. Yeah, shacks level. I did my first shacks. Yeah. Oh my god. No, that's like it always is like, do you want to move your office to this new ginormous house that you can sell for such a profit? No. Like, why would no. I do that? Why would I do that? I have my office my... at that weird ass little tiny place. Yeah. I made like... it I made the walls really nice blue. Why would I do that? Like yeah. my shack is like really I, nice. I made yeah. it a nice office. It's a nice but, like, little let's shack. Just chill. Yeah. yeah. I don't need anything. I'm like Yeah. Yeah. Like why would I move my office? Oh, I wouldn't. Like, there's no benefit to me moving no. it into someplace ginormous. Ex- exactly. Well, speaking of Don't moving, should I move on I to the next card? Yes, please do. Huh? Thank I you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On a roll on. today, man. Yeah. Not really. All right. Okay. Exactly. <gasps> Those transitions, Solid. brother. Nice. So I will be reading our next card, <laughs> Fragment. Access restricted. Decryption key 73XK5V2PG1 dollar sign. AUN-326. Rep number 12059-INCID-LUN. Agent FEN-092. Subject. Affidavit regarding incident number 12059. 1. Last week, I was deployed by IKO-006 for routine surveillance of the quarantine zone outside the Hellmouth. 
Hive populations remain low and grow ever lower thanks to the efforts of a small contingent of veteran guardians who have made their homes on Luna. Around 1900 hours, sorry, new number. Two, around 1900 hours yesterday afternoon, I began to experience a crushing headache and excused myself from patrol to recuperate. Though I originally intended to lay down for a nap, I fell asleep instead and experienced multiple vivid dreams over the next 11 and a half hours. In all of these dreams, I was trying to catch up with Agent ERI-223 in a crowd. She was always out of reach, whether by 200 meters or 20 meters. I had the sense that I needed to speak to her. When I woke... Dang it, I keep forgetting the numbers. Three. When I woke up... Nope. Three. When I woke, I found that my headache had not improved. I prepared my armor and exited my biovac to find a single stationary thrall crouched nearby. S oh, bivouac. We've seen that before, actually. I prepared my armor and exited my bivouac to find a single stationary thrall Crouched, crouched nearby. It stood as I approached, but made no motion to attack me. I fired one shot, killing it immediately. Upon stepping forward to examine its course, I saw a solid black fragment of an unknown material embedded in its chest cavity. The fragment resembled a flake or a shard of some larger object, not dissimilar to a high-grain photovoltaic panel. I said high-grain, didn't I? Yep. Ah, I love that place. They have the best bread, but that says high gain. It's bomb ass sandwiches. <clears throat> it was close. <laughs> now I want a sandwich. That's right. Gotta make sure you poop. The fragment resembled. Oh, <laughs> good, good grains. You no, know, good grains. High grains. Gotta poop. Oh my god. I was the most regular for that month I worked there. <laughs> you, oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't remember. I did love working there. Wow. The fragment resembled a flake or a shard of some larger object, not dissimilar to a high-gain photovoltaic panel. Four. I requested that my ghost perform a standard material analysis of the fragment, but neither of us could confidently identify its qualities or provenance. That analysis is attached to this report as analysis number one. Five. I requested that my ghost attempt to contain and transmit the fragment for quarantine on my jump ship. I was unable to establish a light link with the object, describing the fragment as slippery and tiring to try to catch hold of. 6. I used the barrel of my sniper rifle to touch and then work the fragment out of the thrall's corpse. Using my rifle, I turned the fragment over and examined it for multiple angles. I requested that my ghost run another deep scan of the object. That analysis is attached to this report as analysis number two. Seven. We concluded that the material seemed to be inert and that it did not seem to be part of any complex device or mechanism. Eight. 
At this point, I, I broke code of protocol and did not request additional backup. Instead, I picked up the fragment by hand and immediately experienced a vivid hallucination. I stared over VIP number 0704's shoulder as she dressed a 7-inch gash on Agent ERI-223's thigh. Both number 0704 and ERI-223 were dressed for combat. Hundreds of fragments of the unknown material hung in the air around us. Apparent shrapnel from the wreckage of a nearby ship of unrecognizable make and model. Ariana ERI-223 looked directly toward me and said, A Russian word? <laughs> I have no idea what that is or how to even pronounce that because that is the Russian alphabet. Nine. The duration of the hallucination was approximately seven seconds. At its conclusion, my headache disappeared. My ghost and I held our position for the next 30 minutes, then collected the body of the thrall and the fragment for transportation. I delivered myself and my cargo to quarantine and experienced no further mental disruptions while detained. Message ends. Um... So I find that interesting. So it says that what that's a recorded message. Did it say that? Yeah, it's an affidavit regarding an incident. Yeah, which you so know all that's about. What I thought it said exactly. It says an affidavit, so it's not actually a recorded message. It's a written thing. So like I, I don't know. I kind of, I'm a little confused because I don't know of all the things for them to still be using affidavits. <laughs> well, it's more of like his. Um, you know his yeah his report on it's the, a sworn what, statement yeah his An exactly is a sworn statement. yeah it's his statement on what happened to him and what he did kind of you know yeah it's just funny to me like when i heard it i yeah. was like i mean i guess yeah these would be considered sworn statements but yeah. like it was just kind of a little confusing um but uh but yeah so uh eri is Ariana, right? Yes. And also, so it's yeah. Finn Church once again er writing Eris, this Eris, also. Eris, Eris, no, no, no. Eris, it's Eris. it's Eris. Yeah. Ariana's yeah, dead. Yeah, I don't know why I said Ariana. Um, Eris. I think because I accidentally started reading Ariana. <laughs> I don't even know. You're, you're, I don't even know. Do you want your Russian um, word, Hyven? Oh, yeah. What is that word that um, she said? I tried sounding it out. <laughs> In my Do you are oh, you giving it to me in Russian, not translation? I can I give like it. it. I, oh, no, I, can I, give you, I can give you the translation, but I can give you my very bad attempt at saying. I like it. it. I like it. Um, patit, it's actually me trying to sound it out is patetitskaya. Um, right. is gonna come for you, which means pathetic. <laughs> ah, that is interesting. Hmm. <laughs> see now the the fact that eris like in this hallucination eris was speaking russian it makes me think that it's she who must not be named because of truth to power yeah, and talking about how we didn't talk about this how yeah in that she was born in old russia mm -hmm. they tried to say that's true uh-huh it's very true even though she like well, you know what Eris these wasn't. made me think of? This little thing reminded me of... Uh, were they hadium flakes we had to use to make our swords in D1? We had to collect yes. on the Dreadnought? 
I think so. Yeah. It reminds me of that. Yes. A hard like because even the photo in that is like a shard of something bigger, and it's like a flake off of something. And it's just I don't know. I just thought it was interesting that we collected them all over the dreadnought, and now like I don't know. That's kind of what I thought of. Not that that's what this is, but I thought of like some type of yeah hive relic of some sort. Here's another connection that I don't Ooh. think anybody's really made. So yeah, or at least none of us have made. Um, so the the guardian who looked into Eris's past was Fenchurch. Mm, this true. report is from Fenchurch. That is very so. Wow, that's actually kind of trippy. That Sabathun is like, right. hey, you're messing with my stuff. I'm gonna give you weird hallucinations and visions now. Specifically right. because that thrall wasn't there when he went to sleep, and it was when he woke up. Like, Savathun sent it there. <laughs> that could be crazy. <laughs> uh, do we know who the individual with Eris is? The, um, they don't even get a, they're, they're VIP 0704. Oh, VIP 7. I couldn't figure that out. Uh, No. There is no, yeah. So we know no it's a she. Identification for that yet. a seven-inch gash on Eris's thigh. Eris's thigh. My thoughts were like it was a weird vision where someone like Ariana was there. Um. But heck, you could say, what if Savathun was straight dressing her wound? Oh, I don't know. I don't actually. Let me look to see if that number is in any other cards. Check it through Ishtar Collective real quick. Right, because like, I don't think it's it, only in it fragment. Has been. It's only in this one. Huh. Yeah, it doesn't really play. Not that yeah. I think we'd gain some super insight off of knowing who that was, but I'm just, you know, I was just curious. I didn't think I didn't know who it was. I couldn't remember if anyone else did. So at, at this point, it's just an yeah. It doesn't even state that they're person, even a guardian. We but... have no clue. The reason I ask is just because right. even though these are hallucinations, if this is tied to like truth to power, um, or Sabathun, we know that there's always like, there's been, or not even that. It's just kind of like Bungie's writing. There's been foreshadowing in a lot of these older lore entries. As we read them back, we see how they kind of actually happened. So I was just mm -hmm. curious who this could be. You know, maybe like Saint Fourteen came back. Yeah. Who knows who we might be getting? Right. I don't know. I I I have headcanon that it's Ariana, but yeah, there's nothing to prove it. And that's strictly because Fenchurch was actually able to identify who it was. Yeah, that's true. He recognized him. That is very true. That makes me think that it might have been a, some sort of guardian. Whether living or past. Right. That's all I got. Yeah. Is Hyven, you there? I don't either. Yeah, I don't have here. anything else. I guess we're... I just... We're great. Was waiting okay. patiently to make sure everyone said their piece. 
True that. You can always cut out long yeah. pauses of silence. Yeah. Oh. See. Oh, I that. do have one other thing. Um. <laughs> sorry. So, in the very first part of it, it says, you know, hive populations remain low and grow ever lower thanks to the efforts of a small contingent of veteran guardians who have made their homes on Luna. At this point, Shadowkeep wasn't a thing, so we didn't go back to the moon. It's literally talking about people who are still oh, playing no D1. Way. forgot That's about cool. that. That is really cool. I remember thinking oh, that I was like really that. cool when That's I first really read neat. that. Yeah. That's Those really guardians cool. who never left. Right. <laughs> All right. I'm going to be reading the next okay, card. Now I'm good. Lease. Access restricted. Decryption key 73XK5V2PG1 dollar sign AUN-326. Rep number 045-VIP-1315. Agent IKO-006. Subject, lease space in the annex. 1. After several months of negotiation, the Vanguard has agreed to allow VIP number 1315 to formally lease an unused warehouse space in the annex of the new tower. To be clear, this was the Vanguard's proposal, not his. Despite the many skeptics who have good question about the social risk inherent in providing 1315 with a more legitimate space, we feel that any disruption of morale or tower culture will be short-term and minimal. Likewise, we feel that he does not present any present danger to the tower or city inhabitants. We continue to work alongside Lord Shax to assess the long-term strategic value of 1315's gambit. I recognize that this decision will be unpopular with certain agents who have taken it upon themselves to investigate 1315's history and moral character. Please remember that I sidelined myself from active duty in order to personally surveil his activities in the tower, and that I kept guard outside his former place of business since his arrival. It is my belief that his presence will do more good than ill, and that the tower has long stunted its own growth through narrow-minded fear and reactive exile of dissidents. We should endeavor to remain sharp skeptics of philosophies which differ from our own, but we should always be willing to hear and consider these philosophies. Further, any concerned members of the Praxic Order should recall that the Vanguard holds jurisdiction over their actions and that the exile of dissidents philosophers is very different from the exile of rogue operators. Operators. Message ends. Hey, they're talking about the Drifter. The Drifter in yep. his little yep. hidey hole. Finally got an official Yay. spot. His trial run Yay. is over. Yep. He's not in the weird like vending it's, spot. It's that he literally was in, in the a, beginning. You know, he's, in he's his, not like, a vending weird... machine. Wait, he still no. is. <laughs> it's it's literally an in lore reason for yeah, why like they it. moved the drifter. I love the sass. Yeah. Um. One of the things that I wanted to point out. Oh, uh, where is it? She talks about how she's uh, kept guard outside his former place of business since. Yeah, his there was arrival. a reason he was close to Ikora, and that's that's literally she was watching him, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, the the 
I found it finally. I recognize that this decision will be unpopular with certain agents who have taken it upon themselves to investigate number 1315's history and moral character. She's directly yeah, calling she Anor out. <laughs> and and then Anor mm-hmm. releases the report. Like it's it's just hilarious yeah. irony oh yeah and then she goes she basically talks about hey you know the punishment for a rogue um agent is is higher than sorry what does it actually say yeah any members of the prax score should recall that the vanguard holds jurisdiction over their actions and that the exile of dissident philosophers is very different from the exile of rogue operatives yeah mm-hmm. like Osiris getting banned is much different than if you do something against policy and you, you get punished. Exactly. Which is maybe why yeah. we haven't heard a lot from Anor because she released all these papers. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we we yeah we got a good bit. Still from her. heard from her yeah since then, but not a whole lot. Um, what was what was one thing? Because she's in the Tommy's right. matchbook lore entry. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, otherwise, I don't think there was anything specific other than, yeah, Gambit, Drifter. I mean, he had a big part in this most recent expansion uh, with our Umbral Ingrams and turning all that stuff in. Like, he even got... he's. It was almost like they endorsed him as a proper vendor, not like a shady side dude, you know, who just kind of had right. this weird event. He yeah. literally has like voice lines about how he's taking over Rahul's job at decrypting engrams. Isn't this thing cool? It's like Rahul. I agree. It's better, better than Rahul. <laughs> Everything is better than <laughs> Rahul. Yeah. Ooh, you bring me some darkness. I know that Ooh, one's so yum, weird. Yum, 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 yum. <laughs> I love uh, that and line. BK, she, I, whenever we're I love that like, playing together, I, I, she says it, and it makes <laughs> it delights me every single fucking time. <laughs> uh, oh, all right. That was, yeah. I don't know if there's a ton to really go over for that one. That's all I got. We've talked about Drifter so much. Uh, the only, the the last thing. The last thing is that this report yeah. was written we by Ikora. That's it. All right. Are we ready for me to read the next one? Indeed. I think so. All right. Yep. Potential. Access restricted. Decryption key 73XK5V2PG1 dollar sign AUN-326 Rep number 053-VIP-1315, agents AUN-326, subject psych eval. This data obtained from surveillance devices at 1315 Home 2. 2. In previous reports, I stated that it was my belief that number 1315 had invoked some kind of paracausal event enabling the resurrection and return of enemy VIP number 2015. This belief was predicated upon reports of creatures resembling the infamous Echoes of Oryx that Guardian forces engaged and destroyed en masse during the Taken War. 
um, ghost stream footage here, Cathedral of Dusk Dreadnought. This is proven false. Spectral analysis from multiple ghosts participating undercover in Prime and Reckoning confirms that the impossible world at the heart of the hall is located in unknown space. CF Rep number 001-012-Parak-9. Further, these prime evils differ in their literal elemental composition. Low SNC, high ambient delta CDM. Number, I guess it's a lambda CDM. I don't know. <laughs> Number 1315 has harnessed his banks to what appears to be an engine of pure potential. He no longer needs to pilfer the ascendant plane of prime evils, the oldest taken in residence. He can create prime evil likes from the energy of the hall in sheer force of will. As to the apparent presence of number 2015, it is a falsehood. My handlers in the Praxic Order surmise simply, the shape of Oryx was the scariest hive he could think of. He's tenacious, but he has a small mind. Number three. Highly recommend we assess number 1315 for the influence of paracausal forces or entities. Since the conclusion of the Joint Vanguard Praxic investigation into his operations, the subject has become increasingly erratic. Beyond running his gambit and reckoning drills with the Guardian population, he has done nothing but hole up in the annex. He has always exhibited the signs of stress related to prolonged solitude that are typical of all surviving Risen. This manifests in the subject in prolonged and rambling conversations with either himself or his as-yet-unseen ghost. However, his musings have become less and less coherent over time. Late into the night, away from the Guardian cohorts, he yells at voices that our surveillance equipment has never picked up. He has spoken to himself about trips across vast interstellar distances to realms no Guardian has ever described. Again, he has not left the Annex in ages. One might say that I am overstepping even Praxic boundaries here, but I would say to them, the subject is free to leave any time. 4. Following the results of my investigation, the subject has ceased regular reports to Lord Shax. I'm sure both prefer it that way. Number 1315 has broken none of the Vanguard's decrees in that time, nor have any further guardians perished on his watch in Gambit or Reckoning. He is still a facilitator to murder and a theft, and a thief, but he has done nothing to warrant eviction, as I had hoped. The Vanguard obviously still needs him. 5. The following is a transcript of one of his late-night rambling sessions logged for evidence. Type. Praxic Surveillance Report. Parties. 1. 1. 1. Guardian Type. Class. Unknown. Association's Gambit. Drifter. Annex. Oh god, I don't know how I'm going to read this. Oh, fuck me. Okay. Cool. I got this. At least it's only one person talking to themselves. <laughs> you just didn't sound know. crazy. I know. Act like you're talking to someone. Ah! Okay, I got this. What now? What the hell is it you're trying to tell me? The hum of a generator. You showed me universe with no light, dominated by the dark. What are you arguing? Steadfastness in Traveler's Dogma. Ah, that's not obtuse enough for you all. 
No, 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 I don't think so. Because then you showed me a reality without shadows of pure light from every angle. Nowhere to hide. <laughs> this is so dumb. <laughs> Everyone begging to die, like we did in the Dark Age. Light's no gift, but I already knew that. What else you got? A metallic clink echoes. Wait, I got this. Yeah. Yeah, I know the coin doesn't lie. It's the only thing in this world I trust for real. But you know what? I control the coin. And I make my own fate. No one writes on this but me. You got that? You pencil-necked phantom-ass geeks. Have some respect for people's stuff. I refuse to travel or song for travel. Oh, ding. That's what it is. Ding. Yep. <laughs> ding. <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> Hold on, I got this. <laughs> I've refused a traveler's dogma for generations, and I'll reject yours. A rush of static as the feed distorts from light-based radiation. You can't boil my brain, brothers and sisters. I see you trying, but I'm already there. A fizzling crackle as the feed distorts from light-based radiation. And if you think you have a handle on Orn, well, you didn't know her like I did. You slip up just once, that girl will eat you alive. Nine steaks sounds my tasty if you can find it. Scrape it all together. Get a fire going that'll cook it. What a fire that'll be! You wanted to see what make us tick? Maybe Drifter wants to see what makes you stop. A dull roar as the feed distorts from light-based radiation. Yeah, boy, that's a treat. Hello? No, not you. I still need you. This week. Get back to work. What? Nothing. Still hungry. Message it. <laughs> that was so fun. <laughs> you committed. You had to keep it up. It was good. Like, couldn't stop there. <laughs> like to a person who doesn't know what's actually going on yeah that's true like, like i'm like but we all know what's happening exactly though. i'm like he's not crazy that all makes sense to me that all makes complete utter right. sense right for those of us right. who know what's going on maybe you could explain right yeah. he's talking to the nine he's talking to the nine so he's actually talking to the nine and that I, makes sense now that because he said anor so and honestly know. that makes more sense now that we've done prophecy than it did when i read this when it came out well we were already getting visions of um like from the nine of him and like anor like i mean him yeah. and um mm -hmm. fighting Orin talking erica got me confused <laughs> yeah um him and Orin talking to each other so like it wouldn't be a giant stretch for him to then also have some contact with the Nine. I mean, they gave him the ship that um, Anor is calling out as, like, he's using. They gave him just, the hull. Like, spawn t high level taken, you know? Right. And and that actually that actually brings up one thing I wanted to point out. Um, in the the second part of it, uh, in previous reports, I stated that it was my belief that number 1315 had invoked some kind of paracausal event enabling the resurrection and return of enemy VIP number 2015. Right. That's us. 
No, 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 no. We're She's calling us an 2015 enemy. is Oryx. He came out taking King a year later. Right. Yeah, you were about to oh, just yeah. get... Oh, that was oh, about oh, to get gotcha. hardcore, yeah. man. I was like, what? Okay. No, no, no. 2015 is Oryx. Yeah. She's talking about the echo of Oryx I was like... a boss in Reckoning. Yeah. Okay. In what? Tier 2? Yeah, it was a tier... That that... Tier 3 also. Okay. Like, I was about to get all... I was about to get yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. yeah we've seen we've seen ass. a lot of those echoes. So you know, when Oryx was around, and we had it until then. So she was, yeah, she was worried that somehow he had brought makes sense. Oryx back. But then she's realizing he can just form them in whatever likeness he wants, and that's just the scariest thing you could take about t- think of. That was about to get intense. I was like, wait, what? What? Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I love the spin foil. I love the enthusiasm, though, man. <laughs> like. Considering like yeah, our guardian is 2014, cool. Oryx is 2015. Yeah. There's just a one number difference, and I only knew that you know, right? We were one of those, and I'm so like, I saw that I'm getting all heated. Like this bitch is calling that, us an yeah. enemy. This is at the time that where one. we were choosing to side with either her or uh, Drifter. So she doesn't hate us yet. Right. Some of us. Right. Yet. Well, and, and she, she doesn't, doesn't even just really doesn't hate trust him. She even talks about how her assessments were wrong, and that at this point, yeah, the only thing that she argues is that he's crazy. But as you said, us people breaking the fourth wall know that he's not crazy. He's actually talking to the night, and a little bit of his mm-hmm. ghost. I'm pretty sure at the very, very end there. No, I need you. I'm hungry. <laughs> I love he's it. And nobody hungry. sees ghost. She comments on. He's still hiding <laughs> right. that, which he's we've known from his past he always kind of keeps Mm -hmm. his ghost hidden right just i figured i figured that the the, his ghost has like the kit bash shell where it's the sad part though is together that's the reason kate's gone because he did not hide his ghost at appropriate times so yeah you know the drifter is kind of using it smart 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 Mm -hmm. even though he doesn't trust the light which i love that that vision he gets of you know once again foreshadowing when this card came out First, he's talking about um, a world with no light, dominated by the dark, and Seeing then a world one of... of pure light, where basically everyone is still going mad. So, exactly. Yep. So, it helps to, to hide that the nine, I think, are trying to show him balance, um, which is, you know, that's why I, I go back and forth on, are the nine a really yeah. good ally who are just trying to, like, keep the universe alive so that they can exist? Or are they like manipulative? Because I, you know, I've always been of the the mindset that the traveler is not necessarily good in the same way that the darkness is not necessarily evil. You know, the the um, oh my god, the winnower and the gardener. You know, mm-hmm. they're just different forces doing their jobs. Yeah. And in a perfect world, we need both. And it seems like the nine are trying to say that. And the new expansion seems to be kind of trying to point to the fact that. Even we're embracing it in the same way Shin Malfur told us that we were going to be those green, gray guardians and we were going to perfect what yeah. like him and Dredge and Yor like, could not. So um, it just makes me wonder, you know, who are we know who the nine are, but we really don't know all their intentions. Um, they're definitely doing right. some shady stuff, but they got a lot of good points to listen to. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd say that they're. It, the easiest motivation to see from them yeah, that's is my self-preservation. Thing. Like, they want balance in the universe, so nobody takes it out. That's... Because then they die. That's why 
that that's why the the member of the nine who took out the satellites and caused the red war yeah that's why they got reprimanded um because if everybody's wiped out and nobody knows about the nine they cease to exist um one other thing i wanted to point out uh he is still a facilitator to murder and a thief, but he has done nothing to warrant eviction as I had hoped. The murder that she's talking about is actually referenced in the web lore that was leading up to Which season of Drifter. Are those the guardians who died in Gambit? Season you're of talking the about? Yes. The guardians who died in Gambit Prime. Yeah. They were trying out his new armor, and they went into Gambit because they do Gambit, and three Guardians died. Joxer was the yeah, only one who came out. back alive, exactly. and he's like, what the hell was that? Yeah, I mean, that puts that into perspective. It says no more Guardians have died, but like that first trial run that he was running, he's he was summoning, he was summoning Ascendant, like, plane level beings that were sucking the light from guardians like that is that's that's what the drifter has the ability yeah. to do so at a certain level you talk about how like you kind of do need to be mindful of him and he's not very broke up about doing it he dialed it back so he didn't get kicked out of the tower and whatever his reasoning for running gambit is but like oops i turned the level up a little too high let me dial that back a little bit He's a crazy I dude, I like how man. he fine-tunes yeah. his, his game just like Bungie has to. Exactly. Like, exactly. They're getting slapped. I better turn it back a little bit. <laughs> that's exactly right. Well, and, and that's... There's actually mm-hmm. in-game lore about, like, why mm-hmm. weapons are tuned as well. Um, and it's, it's all shacks. So I love that. I love their little reasons for stuff um, like that. You know. I I love the fact that they actually wrote it. That they like, bother write that to, stuff right? To the yeah. lore so that... Yeah, right, right. Because, I mean, there's a bunch of ways that they could just be like, well, this is how yeah, it is now, and you're just to, dealing with really it. really nice. Right. Uh, the last thing I wanted to point out is this is an a report from Anor. Like, she actually wrote the report and then released it. Indeed, indeed. That was it? And that's it. I don't think there's anything too insightful left in here. I mean, just all these entries are just kind of interesting to see behind the scenes of, like, Vanguard activity. I'm glad they got leaked. Yeah. Well, and especially since, like, a lot of this has led up to other things that have happened or will happen. And, like, this is getting into, you know, do we like the book? But. Because, I mean, like, I enjoyed seeing our first reports of Aramis and seeing, like, what went on with the drifter and and all that stuff 
then it, it was fun to see Fenchurch isn't crazy. Not completely, I guess. <laughs> no, he's not. He's he's a serious character who's just got a goofy yeah. side to kind of mask what he's probably really focusing on most of the time. Probably. Well then. Hey, Elmas, have you heard from Fenchurch today? What? <laughs> That's what she always says in the tower. <laughs> oh. I heard yeah. from Fenchurch today. Yes, you're yeah. right. Yeah. Something, something Fenchurch. Something, something complete. I guess yeah. that is. So did everyone like the book? Yeah. Yeah. That's the end of it. I did. I thought um, it was a. Bit... I did. Anora is kind of a crazy person. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Like enthusiastic, maybe. Maybe a little overbearing and overstepping her. There you go. Strong uh, with her conviction. She conviction. reminds me of the kid in school who's trying to get like a triple A plus and doesn't know when to stop. That kid in my school ended up with gray hair by the time we were graduating. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a nor. A nor does not know when to quit. Oof. She also took the SATs four times because she wasn't getting a high enough score to match what her sisters got. Oh, that's yes. just unfortunate sibling rivalry. People trying to like, oof, be what their family wants. And trust me, her score was still pretty high. That's that's rough. Yeah. Jeez. I took it once. Uh, and yeah, was I took like, it once nope, with no pre-studying or anything. Same. Didn't even come in with the right calculator, and I was like, "Well, this will let me get into community I college." Took it my mom it. was like, "You gotta take this." I was like, All right. Yeah, no, right. I took it, and then my mom was like, oh, how was your score? Oh, okay. I don't even know what my score was. <laughs> never got it. Never looked at it. That's how important it was. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I, I I, do like this lore book. I liked drawing up the, the interconnections and everything. Like oh, with yeah. those two Fenchurch entries i had never pieced those together oh yeah 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 that's true yeah yeah yep i also enjoyed them i thought they were nice insights into kind of like some of the behind the scenes stuff because it was also like things we knew to uh, not that we knew everything we got some new stuff from here but it's like one of those things breaking the fourth wall we knew but it's kind of nice to see that like why it might not be widely distributed information like behind the scenes the vanguard knows a lot of this stuff too and they're investigating into a lot of the things that we're curious about you know for like usually like lore topics and things and um now everyone knows about it because it was leaked granted they have access to it but i'm also curious how many people really yeah took the opportunity like does the whole city know this stuff or is this like a uh, quickly covered up and only maybe some of the guardians got it you know, part of me. Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Oh no, the it makes me wonder because they're doing like this kind of investigation, like how much they really do 
in the background and then like losing Cade, like what that did to like their information network and like how much they're actually able to get done because he had like a large network of hunters that he could use. That is very true. Cade really did have a lot of like boots yeah. on the ground, a lot of information. Mm -hmm. He wasn't like the authoritative kind of person, but he was kind of the one who was just out there with all the contacts yeah. and connections. Mm -hmm. So without him, like how did that cripple them? I, yeah. I I kind of feel like there was, it was somewhat of an issue early on, but at this point everybody's just directly reporting to Ikora. I or mean, for sure, a lot of these entries are from her hidden people, you know, who are always reporting to her. But, yeah, you know, at the same time like you know where did did people did kate have stuff like that people reporting to him um you know akora has always kind of had like the undercover operations that you know like that little stealth force kind of feel but like i have a feeling that kate was probably like a big information network um for them to gain a lot of this stuff too probably a lot of scouts he acted always just goofy like he wasn't doing anything but i mean he clearly had information and access because like he's the one who got us on the dreadnought in D1, you know? So, I think he definitely played a big part. And that's also why the Vanguard seems to have, like, maybe a little bit less organization. They're a little bit more in shambles and stuff like these leaks can happen. Because, like, Ikor and Zavala have talked themselves that they're, like, not up... In these books, even, they're they're not up to their game. The Vanguard is kind of almost, like, old-fashioned and falling apart. Right. So that was also interesting to see. Yep, that's everything I got on this one. Yeah. It was a good book. It was. Yeah. It was. It wasn't a through, you know, one large story, but it was a bunch of different stories that had interconnections and to other things. And and I think that's where yeah. I had the fun with. That's, with that, is a, that's exactly what it was. Yeah. Well... That takes us into shout outs. So, uh, Elmas, do you have any shout outs? Uh, he's never going to listen to this, but shout out to my father. Oh, yesterday happy birthday. was his birthday. Oh, my sister's dad. birthday yesterday. Ha they share a birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Maybe to they're your twins. As well. <laughs> <laughs> That's how birthdays work, right? Yeah. Could be. <laughs> Could be. I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> and that's where, you know, babies work like that, right? Um, yeah. Right? All babies work like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay, good, good, good. I gotta go get a right. divorce. Right. I don't know how those work, so <laughs> that won't work. Hello. Um. And shout out Yay. to Ishtar Collective as always. Oh, Baxter, they had a baby girl. Oh, very I nice. I know I saw her. She's so cute. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. She's so fucking cute. Good her name is Baby Lore. No, I'm kidding. I don't know her name. <laughs> <laughs> I did like Lord that he introduced her on Twitter as like the new member of the Ishtar Collective. Yeah, I do, I do too. It's very cute. Yeah, any kids he has will be the lords and ladies of Ishtar from now on. Yeah, from now on forever. Exactly. That's how it is. Oh my she's God. a little lore. She's, she's a, little like a little light. Yeah. She's a little light. He she's didn't a little call light her a little and a little lore. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. It's very cute. 
Yeah. Uh, so Hyven. Mm, I'll uh, give a shout out, like I said, to um the wife and Elsie, as it was kind of we'll call it. It's not necessarily an anniversary, but the double nightfall loot <laughs> was like a reminder of how we kind of all got Our, together and like the time I <laughs> my wife got me to talk to a stranger well actually he started typing to us but like <laughs> how I talked to a stranger in destiny and made like what seems to be like a lifelong friend so shout out to LC <laughs> yep. uh, and Mrs. Hyven for helping me make friends because I <laughs> am not the best at that Aww, and then um yeah also um yeah, and then also shout out Skarek, my other buddy, the three of us, myself, Skarek, and LC, we kind of do, we are, that is my, like, fire team. You know, for a long time, I didn't have one when I moved from... Um, Skarek is mine, actually. That's that's my other husband. <laughs> Somebody um, accidentally called her Mrs. Him. Skarek one time, and we never let him live that down. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so is that your new husband? That's yeah. Okay. I mean, we're we're kind of serious. Oh, okay. So. But uh, yeah, right. that's my fire team. I didn't have a fire team for a while when it's I like, left Xbox. Now I do again, and it's beautiful. That's it for me. I think. And like, that's your name on. He was new to the group. Thing. Yeah, this is. They were trying yeah. to talk. They were trying to talk to Skarek. Or no, they were trying to talk to me, but they were looking at Skarek's name, and so like they just. Yeah, they got it wrong, and it's been it. Yeah, we love to make fun of him for it. Yeah, gotcha. He will never ever live it down. Ever. Uh, yes, because that's what friendship is—always painfully making fun of somebody. This is true. <laughs> yeah, that's what marriage is, anyways. I mean, yeah, painfully. That's why Hyven tells me he doesn't believe in me. Not believe me, believe in this me. Is my way of saying I don't believe you. <laughs> yeah I'm just weird it's, like that yeah it's hysterical he won't say I don't believe you he says I don't believe in you it makes it sound like you don't believe in like the tooth fairy but it's your wife yep <laughs> I'm not actually real you guys she's not real this is an AI I'm doing two voices I'm shocked I secretly developed I the best AI really that I'm hun- hiding under wraps for myself I knew it. Yeah. Oh, oh my so God. You're Krieger. She the waifu? <laughs> <laughs> the holographic waifu? <laughs> the holographic waifu. Get me Honey, I have a bunch of pumpkin and blueberry munchkins that I'm not going to eat. That sounds delicious. Them. I would love to come in. Let's finish I this up. I can finish this yeah, elimination that I'm trying to play and it's going uh, horrible because it's all I'm sniper do rifles. My own shout out. Yep, yep. Uh, shout out to Green and her wife Julie for sending me a care package, which is like the loveliest oh, thing ever. And um, they are very good friends, and I adore both. Did of they them. send you respirators? <laughs> no, I feel like that's what you need. They sent me. They sent me snacks and things. Um, oh, that's really sweet. Yeah, it's all like local stuff to Colorado, and it's oh. all like from I was. I mean, obviously, like, yeah, my world is burning down around me. So it was things to relax me and make things better. And it was, like, really sweet of them. That's so. good. Thank you, Green. I love you so much. Also, thanks to Focus Fire Chat for having me on the cool. other week. 
Because I was on Focus Fire Chat, if you were not aware. <laughs> that happened. So. It happened. I tried you very the blue hard. very well. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Uh, it'll probably, I don't know. Who knows if it'll happen again? Probably. I'll try my best to. I'll try my best to. Oh, they keep will. Them, you know, driving <laughs> in the same direction. Well, that's about it. That's about it from us. Um, uh, reminders: You can find us on Twitter at Guardians underscore Lore. You can find me at Hey It's Orchid or Mrs. Hyven at Mrs. underscore Hyven or Elemist at I I underscore. Am underscore Elemist. Oh man, I fucked that one up. Uh, you can also find Hyven, but I'm not going to tell you what it oh, is. And if you sorry. do find Hyven, wait, what? wait, what? I forgot. What? I have like three what? more people who followed me. I said, oh. I was gonna, this is the thing. So shout them out. Shout, shout them out. out to Dolan. Actually, oh, in the Dolan clan now, hanging out. Um, shout out to Milky Dreams. Excuse me, Milky what? Dreams. Shout out to Milky Dreams. And once again, I always feel I, like I'm missing someone. What? Deranged Shaman. Did I get that? Oh, Shaman. Also, hello. Uh, Izzy oh. Invictus. Oh, but Milky Dream. There we go. Those are the ones that I missed for this past couple weeks. Deranged Shaman, Izzy Invictus, Shaman. Milky Dreams, and my new buddy Dolan. Dolan. I do love Dolan. He joined the clan and now we're we play a lot. When I play Destiny. <laughs> We've been looking for other <laughs> games currently. We were up to like what two, three in the morning last night, trying uh me and up to nothing and Dolan just trying to figure out what other games to play de- together, like during slow times. So yeah. That's it. Sorry. Oh, you're fine. Um yeah, so if you can find Hyven, um, on Twitter, it's a new game. You'll be shouted out. So, good luck finding him. Uh, you can send us an email, guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. You can find us on Instagram at guardians of lore. Uh, we don't post anything there. You can leave us a review wherever you can leave reviews for podcasts. Please leave us a review and tell us about it so we can leave, we can actually read the review and then thank you for it. Um, and join our Discord where we, what have we been doing lately in Discord? Posting pictures of our pets. I have no yeah. idea. Posting pictures of our pets. Come look at our pets, guys. My pussies are covered in ash. Come. I look was just at about them. to say, and don't forget to grab them by the loot. Yeah, grab them by the loot. My God, this. I, we're gonna end now. Say goodbye, everybody. God. <laughs> bye, every. Yeah, bye, everybody. bye, everybody. <laughs> bum bum bum. Goodbye. I just killed extra bacon. What? <laughs> Ooh, oh my God. you nailed that bacon. <laughs>